You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It is finally here, the NFL Draft. Good afternoon, everybody. Grant Napier here on Listen Up. I hope you are doing well. First and foremost, Jerry Reynolds says hello to everybody. I had uh, a great lunch with Jerry Reynolds a couple of hours ago. So great catching up with Jerry and reminiscing about uh, the good old days. And he's doing great. Really was uh, phenomenal uh, to sit down and break bread with him. So I wanted to pass that along. Really a good, uh, just had a great, great time. Uh, with Jerry Reynolds. NFL draft. So the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. Uh, You know, I'm looking at mock drafts, and it's very interesting to see the difference, whether it's Walker out of Georgia or Hutchinson out of Michigan. I personally think they should go offensive line, but they are one, followed by Detroit, Houston, the Jets, and then the Giants. Those are your top five picks. Uh, in the NFL draft. All right, NBA tonight, Philadelphia at Toronto. If Toronto wins, they go back to Philly for a game seven. Same in New Orleans. If they're able to win, they would go back to Phoenix for a game seven. And if Utah can win, you'd go back for a game seven. So interesting that if all three home teams can win, we would have game sevens. I think Toronto has a good chance of beating Philadelphia at home. I think the Phoenix Suns, I would give them still the edge to win in New Orleans. And I think Dallas will win in Utah. But wouldn't that be amazing uh, if you had three game sevens in round one? So we got that to talk about last night. You had the Warriors with a big fourth quarter. They beat Denver. They are on to round two. So, you know, you look at this first round and it's actually been pretty darn good, right? All right, the uh, games that I just told you, you know, about tonight. And then when you look ahead to tomorrow, you have Memphis at Minnesota. And if Minnesota can hold serve, you go back to Memphis for a game seven. So you want to talk NBA, we can do that. You know, the Warriors, to me, when you have Steph Curry and what he did last night in the fourth quarter, I don't know how you stop a guy like that. I really don't. You know, I thought Gary Payton was outstanding last night. You know, I was doing a show earlier this week with Larry Kruger on Tuesday, and he hit it right on the head. He was talking about how he thought Payton uh, could be a big factor, and he was. He was last night. I got to give Larry Kruger a lot of credit. He was spot on with that. Uh, You know, the Warriors are deep. They got their championship pedigree, and I like what I see there. I really do. I like what I see there. So, again, games tonight, Philly at Toronto. Phoenix at New Orleans, uh, Dallas, and Utah. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand 
and we'll get this show started because I really want to hear from you today and what's going on because we've got a busy day and I want to get to as many calls as we can. Why don't we start off with Jeff? Good afternoon, Jeff. Hey, Grant. How are you doing today? I'm good. What's happening, Jeff? You enjoying the warm weather here in SAC? Oh, boy. I'm telling you, man. I, was, uh, I, I didn't bring my winter coat from Florida. I almost needed it this morning. <laughs> you getting some golf in? Uh, a little bit, a little good. bit, not too much, but a little bit. Yeah. Good. Hey, uh, what's I want to talk about two things: the draft and the NBA. Uh, what is good? What's going to happen to Rivers if he blows this that three zero lead? Doc Rivers. Uh, he might not be back coaching Philadelphia. That's exactly what could happen. I can see Doc not being with the Sixers if they blow this three zero lead. I don't think they will. I think they're going to win this series. Uh, but if they don't. Yes. Uh, and now you look at Daryl Morey makes the big trade to get Harden. And again, if, 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 but um, I, I don't think they're going to lose two games here. And that would be four in a row, but I don't think they will. So let's wait. But if, if, if based on what you say, I think yeah. Doc would be replaced. I don't think he'd be back. Right, right. And then uh, I missed your show yesterday, but then I heard you uh, talking about Debo. I listened to it uh, afterwards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> Gosh darn it! I'm really confounded. I'm in between on this deal, and and you know, and Bill Walsh never had a problem with, you know, sometimes cut loose of players. And I know Debo could go on to be a big star, like maybe a an Owens or someone like he, that. He already uh, is a he already is a big star. He proved that last year that he's a star. Well, yeah, but he's injury prone, and I know he went both ways. Yep. And when he, yep. he's a breakout runner, but he's not a very big deep threat. I mean, let's talk about his wide receiving skills. I okay. mean, yeah, what when he breaks out of the backfield or on a, on the jet sweep, there's no one better. You're right, but uh, you know, I I don't think you can put him up there with a Devonte Adams yet or uh, some yet. of those top those top notch receivers. You know, I don't disagree I, with that. I I think you're I I do agree with you on that, but he is. He is a star. Maybe he's not on that level. All right. So you're a 49ers fan. Oh, do you yes. want the, Do you want Do you want the 49ers to trade Debo Samuel? I don't necessarily want to, but if they get a hell of a deal, a haul. I mean, I mean, you know, not like the the old Herschel Walker haul way back when, but if they could get like three top notch draft choices, a one, a two, a three, you know, or a couple of twos, and another receiver like a a number two receiver or a receiver uh, on a rookie deal still that's halfway decent. Uh, that's in New York. Uh, you know, uh, there's, there's a couple guys there. I mean, of course they're not Debo, but uh, I, I, it, it helps with the cat uh, with keeping uh, some of the other players. And I think maybe a receiver is more easily to replace the, especially with this yeah. draft. The draft is pretty was, uh, there's a lot of good receivers in this draft. Better there, than, there appears to be. Yes, there appears to be a lot than, of good receivers. Yeah, better than quarterbacks, better, you know. I mean, there's yep. a lot of good edge rushers in this draft, too. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, I mean, what's worse than a disheartened guy that's kicking rocks? And like you said, what's the difference between 30 million and 35 million? I mean, golly gee, when you go up, the further you go up, the more taxes Uncle Sam takes anyway. So what what the hell's the difference? Well, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen with 
Samuel, but I would say this, if he's still on the 49ers after round one, he, I mean, in other words, he'll be on the 49ers. So if he's not moved during this first round, he's going right. to be on the 49ers. I, I don't see how that would not happen, but we'll see. Oh, yeah, hey, I, Jeff. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I agree. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Always good hearing from you, buddy. You have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. We got a lot of things to talk about today with the NFL draft round one beginning in just a little bit. And we say hello to Kevin here on Listen App. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Grant. How's it going? Good, Kevin. What's up? Hey, we're just talking about Debo. And to me, I wish we knew kind of the uh, the reason for the holdup with the negotiation, because if it's just about paying him, then I absolutely think the Niners should pay him. I think he's he's earned it. But if it's about paying him and the role that he's playing as if he doesn't want to run the ball as much, then I would say trade him, get your max value now, because his whole value is in the dual threat and carrying the ball. That's what made him great. That's what made him first team all pro. So if he doesn't want to do that anymore, then there's no point in paying him because he's not like the Devontae Adams, that type of receiver as a pure receiver. Correct. Well, so. you know, the issue is they need money for Nick Bosa when his deal comes up. You know, they, there is a hard cap in the NFL. And you can't pay everyone. So it is going to be very interesting to see how this is resolved. And if the 49ers don't have the money that can make Debo Samuel content, then they have to trade him. So that's why I think today, I think this is the most entering, interesting aspect of day one in the NFL. I really think it's Debo Samuel. I think above anyone else, it's Debo Samuel. It might You might want to say it's Baker Mayfield too, but I think it's Debo Samuel as the top the, the, this, this is the most interesting aspect of the draft, in my opinion. I, I agree, too. And, and if the Jets really want Debo, the one thing that really entices me, if I'm, a, if I'm the Niners, is, man, it would be so awesome to pair Hutchinson with Boza and just kind of take the team back oh boy. To, the, to the dominant defense. So you tell the Jets, hey, package the two picks, and you either get Aiden Hutchinson and then you can have Debo, or you work out a trade directly with Jacksonville ahead of time for the two picks. Um, that would be pretty special. Yeah, I don't think the Jets are going to give up their number four pick. I could see him giving up their 10 pick, but not four. I don't see that. I'd be very surprised. Hutchinson won't be on the board at four. You know, you could take four and 10 and turn it into one or two, but I don't think that's going to happen. But Hutchinson will not be on the board past two in all likelihood. That's what most all right. mock drafts have Hutchinson going yeah. either one or two. But, you know, again, that's the other – again, Kevin, we talk about this. This is – I think the Debo Samuel being – out there for a possible trade is the most interesting aspect of today's first round. That's that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm a Giants 100%. fan who has the it, it, fifth it, pick and the it, seventh it, pick. But I, to me, the Debo Samuel story is more interesting than that. That's me. I agree. So let's say you're the Jaguars. Right, yeah. uh, you're, you're bulky. Yeah. Would, would you take if you're bulky? Would you take would you take four and ten for one? Um, that's a great question. I probably would. I mean, it seems like a and pretty close why. value right there. Yep. Uh, first of all, that's not going to happen. But, yes, I would take 4 and 10 in this draft for number one, but that's not going to happen. Because Jacksonville at number four then could either take their pick of best O-lineman still on the board or best edge rusher on the board. They need O-line help, too, and 10, you know. No, but that there's no way in the well, no way the Jets are giving up 4 and 10 to get one. There's just not. Because they can get at four almost what they can get at number one. So I, I don't see that happening. I really don't. So you think the Jags would do it, but the Jets right. wouldn't? Hey, Ke- 
Okay. Uh, the Jags would do it in a heartbeat. Yes. Jets, no Appreciate way. It. I don't see that happening. No way. Take care. Bye-bye. Now, okay. if there was a quarterback that was up there, then yes. But no. Not not in this year's draft. Absolutely not. Not happening. All right, let's get to Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. Hey, Grant. Hey, regarding Debo, my opinion is the whole model is if you get you, if you have your quarterback under a rookie contract, it allows you to sign these guys. So, given this year and this year, I expect a step back. But if Trey Lance turns into the guy that they are saying he is, assuming we sign Nick Bosa, and that's that's priority one over Debo, then I say you got to pay the guy and I want them to pay the guy because assets like Debo are rare and you can't assume even with the nice package deal, you're going to find the next guy, what have you, or sign another receiver. I get the part about the running, but even in that next tier of receivers, Debo is there and he's a difference maker. And with what I just said a moment ago with Trey and assuming Bosa as a Niner fan, I want to resign him and I'm looking to not next year per se, as far as making a push again, I'm looking to two years from now to get, get, get Trey some experience. And that's obviously with the assumption again, that he turns into the, the, the a good player, great player that hopefully that the Niners are projecting him to be. That's how I'm looking at it. I'm just curious your thoughts. We've, we've talked briefly well, on it before. You know, here's the deal. I think San Francisco is Super Bowl ready right now. And if you lose Samuel right now off this team and you have a quarterback that you really don't know about, yes, the ceiling appears to be high, but the word is appears. We don't really know uh, how much longer with the way the NFL seems to shift in terms of power, will you stay Super Bowl ready? I think personally, your better chance, your best chance of being successful this year is with Debo Samuel, not without Debo Samuel. And that's without even knowing what you would get back in return. So I think if you're looking at this from the 49ers and you think their window is right now, their best chance to me is with Samuel on the roster, not with Samuel on somebody else's roster. That's how I look at it. And I agree with you. I mean, I'm being realistic with Trey Lance. It's, it's, you know, he's Patrick Mahomes is a, a, a rare exception of, you know, you turn it over right. and you, you know, you're a Super Bowl contender. Uh, I think it's not fair to have that expectation on Lance. So that's why I have a two year window in my head. But I think given that he's on a rookie contract and you can sign both these guys, you do it because uh, for obvious reasons, these guys are studs. You, I mean, you can't replace these guys and then hopefully build around them and, you know, we have another few years of a solid Super Bowl contending team. That's how I'm looking at it. And I don't know what the numbers are being thrown out. Have you heard any numbers? No. Is a four year four I, four years some somehow has come into mind? Is that a rumor or or? No, I think four up? years is no. I think that would be the. I, I think four is the right. I just I I'm keep on hearing different dollar amounts. Yeah. So I, 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 I you know, and again, we do have a hard cap we're dealing with here, and they're looking at the future as well as the present. So all of yeah, that factors yep. into this. Anyhow, but but summarizing everything, I want to keep the guy as a fan. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I think the hey, have a great night, Brian. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Again, to me, the 49ers don't get better this year without Debo Samuel. I don't think they're better. Now, again, I, I don't know what they would get back in return. I say that, right? 
No one does. But I, I don't think you get better with Debo Samuel not on the roster based on what he did. I mean, think about all the big plays he made for San Francisco, particularly in the last six to seven, eight weeks of the season. He was huge, right? Absolutely huge. All right, I'd like to hear from you. NFL draft starting a little bit later, round one. Again, I think the Samuel story is as big as there is. All right, let's see if Al has figured out his phone. We're going to get to him now on Thursday. Al, please tell me that I can hear you and you're with me. What's going on, buddy? Please tell me you can hear me, Grant. I can hear you, Al. Thank goodness. How are you, sir? Oh, my God. I am so sorry, man. I, I You know what? I don't know what uh, – I don't want to get into that. The pain of Al's uh, technological uh, challenges in life. But, uh, you know, I, I'd like to chime in a little bit. I'm sorry again for the inconvenience yesterday. I really apologize. That's all right. No problem. I'd what like can to, we do for I'm you, buddy? At, yeah. I'm going to look at it this way with this Debo thing. First off, I want to say, you know what? I'm going to stand up and cheer – when all this nonsense is over, because I, I don't know about you, it's absolutely a number one topic, and it's gotten kind of tiring. And I'm not even a Niner fan, so I'm, yeah. I'll be glad when all that all the nonsense is over. I my take is this: you know, I play in the fantasy league. You know, I think you're dabbling in that a little bit too. I got to tell you, and you've spoken to this, Trey Lance. We, you know, yeah, he's got potential, but but would do he's got 300 passes on his resume in college, and and I look at it this way. If, if Debo, I don't know if his value is that good if, if Trey Lance is, is the starter. So if I'm in fantasy football right now, I'm going to tell you, fantasy leagues are going to look at that. He's not going to go. In, he's not going to be a – he's going to maybe be the third, fourth wide receiver drafted and it, because, you know, his value drops because the quarterback is a question mark and a big one. Yeah, again, I again, I understand. I understand what you're saying about fantasy football, but you know, as much as I've been talking about it, to me, I care about what goes on in the field in the real world. That's what I I care about, and I I don't think San Francisco. And you're right about Trey Lance. It is an unknown. We don't know. But even with the unknown of Trey Lance, I don't see how San Francisco gets better with not having Debo Samuel on the roster. I don't see. And again, I don't know what they would get for in return, but. Samuel was that good for San Francisco right. last year. He's not going to be easy to be uh, – he's not an easy guy to replace. He's just not. Oh, no, I agree. I, I was just using a fantasy example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. His value wouldn't be – whereas if they if they had to make the move, if they couldn't reach a deal, they, they would – they would you know, because Jeff and, and, uh, and, and Brian and uh, Kevin, Kevin, I agree with their points that, you know – his value and his he buttered his bread with his with his running and and his uh, rushing attack. He was a multi-dimensional, and he, if he wants to opt out of that dimension, you know, then I think that changes the ballgame. But real quick, I also want to say I listened to your you on Larry Kruger, and I gotta tell you, man, you guys are just a wealth of information. The, the way you break it down with Larry, I mean, it, I listened to the hour long where you just finished it off with the Weber comments, Weber over Draymond, and you yep. guys are just phenomenal. Larry, Larry, with Thank you, you interviewing you, Larry interviewing you reminds me of you, like, you know, interviewing Sean Salisbury or you working with Jerry, how he just, and he just pumps the information. And you guys just, you guys just break it down. You don't shove your, 
you know, you're not nonsense. You don't shove your opinion down, down blisters throats. You say, you just break it down. Oh, oh my God. I got, and you know, I went and looked at the, I didn't know what happened with him and Felipe Alou. So I went and looked it up and, mm, yeah, that was kind of a tough one. But I'm looking forward to your podcast yep. with Larry. Uh, that's going to be good stuff. And you have a good good evening. I well, guess Thank you. We'll, all the, all the, I can't wait for the grades, though. That's my favorite thing of the draft, the grades. Because, you know, yep. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm with you on that. Nate. Yeah. Well, we think about right, grades man. are like the combine, you know. <laughs> anyway, I have a nice it. one, buddy. Thank you. You too. Take care. Yeah, Take I enjoy care. doing the show with uh, Larry. Uh, we'll be doing it again. Tuesday at 10 a.m. So thank you very much for that. I really appreciate that. All right, we're going to get to uh, some more phone calls. We got a couple people on a hold, so we'll start with Ryan first and uh, see what he has to say. Hey, Ryan, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Napes. How you doing? I'm good, buddy. How are you today? Doing well. Thanks for asking. Hey, uh, don't you think? And I understand the hard cap, but with Trey Lance, you know, having some issues uh, during his tenure not having Debo on the team and somebody that he's somewhat familiar with and gambling on a wide receiver that will also be a rookie and learning the league is a pretty poor move. And I say that uh, wishing Debo goes because I'm a Seahawks fan, but you know, what are your thoughts on that? I, I don't, again, I think you hit it right on the head. I don't understand how you get better this year now you could be better in the future i i don't know i don't have a crystal ball any more than you do but for this coming season losing samuel and getting let's say draft picks you're gonna have to hit a grand slam home run in the draft to get somebody to step onto the field in their first year that can do what debo samuel did for the 49ers last year i just think that's being unrealistic if fans think that you can get rid of samuel this year and you're going to be able to replace him. I, I don't think you will. I, I just don't. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. You, you can't really blame the guy, too, with his usage. I mean, look at right. the span of running backs in the NFL, and you're looking at a hybrid guy, and, you know, he plays physical. He takes a lot of hits. Obviously, his yards after catch are amazing, but, you know, like, you, you just can't find those guys. It's kind of like he's in that elite category, and when I say elite, that's with quotes. Tyrese Hill, you know, those guys that are just those hybrids that really actually help the quarterback out, yep. to be honest. Yep. Yep. And so, no, you're right. Absolutely correct. So um, I'm going to throw you a little curveball. Who do you think your Giants are taking tonight? I think you're taking the best offensive line and the best edge rusher when it gets to five and seven. I know a couple of mock drafts have seen them taking cornerback. I don't want them taking cornerback. They need an offensive lineman. Uh, and and edge rusher. So to me, you know, I don't know if they go edge rusher at five, offensive lineman at seven, or O line at five, edge rusher at seven. But to me, that's the direction they need to go in. What are your thoughts about the Daniel Jones situation? Yeah, they didn't pick up his option. I think that's the right way to do it. I mean, he needs to prove himself. The Giants have said they're committed to fixing the offensive line. They've already done uh, uh, somewhat in the off season. They can add more to the draft. I wouldn't either. Uh, this is a make or break year for him. Let's see what he does with a better offensive line. So I think that was the right move not to pick up his option. For sure. You, uh, Which quarterback do you think is coming out first tonight? Oh, boy. If there's a quarterback. Um, there will be a quarterback in the top 10. It's going to be, I've heard two different names. Uh, we're hearing now the Saints want to take a quarterback. We're hearing Carolina's going to take a quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see who is number one what name we hear first, but there will, there will be a quarterback taken 
probably higher than we even think. Probably higher than we think. Hey, Ryan, it's always good hearing from you, buddy. You have a great afternoon. You too, Grant. Talk to you soon. Take care, bud. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And uh, on this busy, busy Thursday, we now say hello to John. Hey, John, how are you? Doing good, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. Man, it was weird seeing your grant, your uh, rant this morning, and you were indoors. I was wondering who I was yeah, really was, looking at. I don't think I've seen one. I with know, you man. Indoors yet. <laughs> it was so. It was too windy. It was too windy for me to do the rant outside because you wouldn't have been able to hear me because of the noise into the microphone. It was so windy this morning, and it was cold. The cold doesn't bother me, but the wind prevented me from doing my rant outdoors today. I fully understand. I fully understand. And yeah, we're hitting a little bit of wind and a little bit of chill in the mornings, but man, what a beautiful day it's turned out to be. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're here in Sac too. Is that what I hear also? I am in Sacramento currently. Yes. Right on, right on. I wanted to get on a little bit with what uh, was Ryan was saying and you, I fully agree with you. Debo Samuel, Samuel leaving any team is not going to make that team better. And if you think you're going to get a draft pick, that's going to be, Half of what he is, maybe, but not nowhere near what he really is. So that is that is just I don't I don't see why those guys can't figure a way to keep him. Maybe Debo just wants out that bad. I'm just I'm just not I don't sure. Know. You know, again, I no one I I think Debo knows the real story, and he's kind of intimated on social media that a lot of people have this wrong. Uh, my gut feeling. I'm just gonna go out on a limb, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I think he's gonna be on the 49ers after today. I don't think they're going to move him. I think he's going to stay on the team. I think that that would be the best move for the Niners. However, you know what? I'd love it. My Cowboys got him. And I'm sure if, if the Giants picked him up, you'd be happy as a clam. You know yep. what I mean? He, he's that good be. a player. He's yep. that diverse. He's that elusive yep, in the no backfield. Question. And as a wide out slot receiver, no matter where he, no matter where he lines up, he's just, he's hard to touch. Yep. You know, he's almost Very like Barry, Barry Sanders was. You know, being hard to touch, but Barry never wide, you know, lined up a wideout or anything. Yeah, sure. But that's how Barry Sanders learned to play. You know, he played touch football is how he got good. And then when he realized, yeah. boy, he got into the college and he realized, man, that touch football, that really helped me out because he, nobody could hardly ever touch him. It, I mean, being <laughs> out of right. house, you know what I mean? And yeah. um, as for Daniel Jones, yeah. what's that? As for Daniel yeah, Jones, ahead, I think the right thing was to not sign his option because you know his rookie year we talked about it a few times that year he looked good he looked good second year yeah he looked good looked good third year no improvement i haven't really seen any improvement it's not like he's bad yeah. but he's just he has yet to improve you know that's I what i see about it that's what i see i agree about it. i think it's a very good uh, assessment very good assessment john always good hearing from you buddy stay safe take care of yourself all right grant talk soon all right, good call right there from John. He's right about Daniel Jones. The improvement has not been where it needs to be. And, you know, I do believe a lot of it has to do with the offensive line, the revolving door at the coaches, but now they're going to fix the offensive line. And it's pretty simple, all right? It's pretty simple. He needs to have a year where the Giants go, okay, that's our quarterback for the future. Let's sit down and talk contract. I think they are doing the right thing by not picking up the option.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, hey, if you want to get in on the show today, we've had a lot of good calls already. All you need to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll do it. If you are joining me a little bit late, I had lunch with Jerry Reynolds today. He's doing great, and uh, we had a really good time just reminiscing and chatting. Really was good being with uh, Jerry Reynolds today. Really had a uh, awesome time. Love being with that man. He's such a such a great guy, you know, such a just a quality quality person really great catching up with jerry all right again i want to hear from you uh tell me what you think if you want to talk uh nfl draft you know i'm hearing walker out of georgia one some have hutchinson going one uh, i think jacksonville i'm surprised they're not going to build that offensive line with their number one pick from last year in trevor lawrence but you know they're in a nice position where they're going to be able to take, in all likelihood, an impact type of a player. You know, and I say in all likelihood because you know, we've seen teams make mistakes with the number one pick in the past, all right? So let's just wait and see before we anoint the number one pick as a future Hall of Famer. But I, again, I think the most intriguing aspect of this first day is Debo Samuel. I really do. All right, because he could change the landscape of this draft for a couple of teams, both the team that he would go to and, of course, uh, the 49ers. So keep that in mind. All right. Again, that is going to be a really interesting aspect to this round one. All right, NBA playoffs again tonight with Toronto at home, New Orleans at home, Utah at home, all of those teams trying to force a game seven. Could be, wouldn't that be something that if all three home teams won? I think Dallas is going to beat Utah. Utah looked listless and dead the other night. I know they're going back to Salt Lake City. I don't think that's going to be that big of a deal uh, for Dallas. I think they're going to win uh, tonight. I think New Orleans and Phoenix are going to be close. And I think Toronto's going to beat Philadelphia tonight, which would put us at a game seven. That would be something, huh? Imagine the pressure on Doc and the Sixers if they were at home this weekend in a game seven. That would be something, wouldn't it? That would be something. So I, I'd like to see all three home teams win tonight. Have three game sevens, right? 
That'd be great. That would really be good. All right, again, I want to hear from you. We got some phone calls to get to here on Listen Up, and we are going to check in now with uh, Matt. Matt, good afternoon. You're on with Grant Napier. Hi, Matt. Hey, Grant. Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hey, uh, did you happen to see the Sage Steel lawsuit against ESPN today? I sure did. Isn't that that's a uh, I'm rooting for her big time on that deal. I don't know. I am too. Yeah, I'm so, definitely uh, rooting for a big time. I think it's just an absolute travesty. ESPN's a joke. I mean, ESPN yeah. should be ashamed of themselves. They're just an absolute joke. And I, I and again, I don't I won't watch the network unless it's a live event. I'm not watching any of the other crap. Uh, it's just I've, a bunch of nonsense. It really you're, is. You're not you're not the only one who's done that. I've completely stopped watching their stuff except for if there's a baseball game or something I wanted to watch. Right, uh, a live event. Right. Yep. Yep, exactly. Hey, also but, Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Sage. I'm rooting for okay. Sage Steel too. I really am. I'm hoping that she prevails in this. I really I really do. Uh just just dis- disgraceful. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No problem. Um so I wanted I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I figured I'd shoot and ask you the question. You know, on the NFL draft, first of all, it's a TV made deal, right? For all of us to draw in and sit there and yes. drill and hope we get the next deal, right? The big guy. Yeah. But so I wasn't sure if you know when the clock is on, it says pick is in, nothing's happening, they're still BSing about whatever the heck and the last pick was, the pick before that, and so on. Is there so like say on pick twenty two and they're they're gonna go announce that and and it's been full three hours of the draft. Have all the picks after that basically been picked and we're just kinda waiting to hear? I mean do you know any aspect on that or is it not the first round? Line? No, okay. no, I don't think it's pretty much in real time with the exception okay. of maybe 30 to 45 seconds due to a commercial break. But no, it's from what I understand, it's pretty much real time. Yep. Okay. But so like when it says a pick is in, right. Say I'm the, I'm yep. the second pick, pick yep. is in. everyone knows yep. who it's going to be. Does, you know, the whoever's in the third, do they go right to it? I know TV is going to draw that out. I mean, right. I mean, that's how yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the exact answer to your question, but okay. I mean, it, obviously you said it's a made for TV event and that's what it is. Yep. And made for TV event means that the TV network needs to get their commercials in and everything else. So they will wait for them, but they're not going to wait too long. I mean, I, I, I would say that. That was, uh, that was my only question about the draft. I hope, I hope, I know I talked to you yesterday. I hope, that the Niners don't trade Debo either. I hope you're right on that call. Uh, so. I hope they don't either from the Niners' point of view because I just, again, I don't see that making San Francisco a better team this year. I really don't. Only, I don't see that thing, happening. The only thing I kind of disagree in the fact where, yeah. so we, I think we both know, I, th- I mean, I think Jimmy's gone. As soon as he's healthy or even in this, this yes. draft, he's traded. So we're not going to make the playoffs anyway. Me and you kind of agree on that with Trey Lance. So we're not going to make the playoffs anyway. Why, Why? you know, I don't have a problem with them trading them. Why wouldn't we just get something to help build a line around Lance kind of a deal? Um, well, I can tell you this, John Lynch, and Kyle, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan don't agree with you that they're not going to make the playoffs. They feel that yeah. they are going to make the playoffs, and they with feel Trey that Lance. they have a Super Bowl caliber team. Yep, they do. Absolutely. 100% they do. Yes, they do. I hope, I hope they're right on that, too. So that's all yeah, I got they do. Hey, listen, always good. Thank you very much for chiming in. Greatly appreciate yep. it. Yep. Yeah, I can Bye. tell you this, John Lynch and uh, Kyle Shanahan, you better believe. All right. 
that they think they're making the playoffs and can win a Super Bowl. Absolutely, they are. Absolutely. No question about it. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Tomorrow, probably a four o'clock show. All right. So four o'clock tomorrow. And then Monday, it's going to be a later show. Monday, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be five o'clock. And I'll set the stage uh, the rest of the week. I got a couple of things going on next week. We're going to have some conflicts. So uh, I'll announce that for you on Monday. But tomorrow, four o'clock, Monday, five o'clock, and then we'll set the rest of uh, the week. All right. But I want to hear from you. It's really been a good show today. Get a lot of good phone calls. A lot of people wanting to talk about the draft and San Francisco and Debo Samuel. Again, I really think if you're looking at this from San Francisco's point of view, if they feel that the relationship is broken and that there really is no future for Debo Samuel in San Francisco, then they'll make the best possible trade they can get. All right? They would. So, you know, again, that's going to be, to me, as interesting as any part of today's draft. Without the quarterbacks near the top, that's going to be very, very interesting aspect of the draft. What do you think? At the end of round one today, Debo Samuel of 49ers or no? What do you think? You think Debo Samuel is going to another team? Do you think Debo Samuel is going to stay a 49er? All right. What do you think? And if you want to talk about NBA playoffs, you think when we come on tomorrow that we'll be talking about three game sevens? I think Dallas wins tonight in Salt Lake. I really do. I could see the other two home teams winning. I could see Philly losing at Toronto. I could see Phoenix losing at New Orleans. But not so sure I see the Jazz beating the Dallas Mavericks at home tonight. I just, I'm looking at the Jazz and there's just something wrong there, right? Just doesn't look right. Something's not right there with that Utah Jazz team. Something not right. But again, uh, I want to hear from you, all right? You want to talk some baseball? The A's blanking the Giants last night. Baseball kind of taking, you know, a big-time back seat, as you would, would you would think, with, you know, three NBA games and the NFL draft. Not a lot of people are paying attention to baseball uh, tonight. All right. So don't forget tomorrow, a little bit later, four o'clock. Then on uh, Monday, we'll come on at uh, five o'clock. All right. If you want to get on before we wrap it up today, uh, let me hear from you. Very simple. All you got to do is hit your hand icon uh, and we will put you right up here on stage. And again, for those of you that are just joining us, Jerry Reynolds uh, says hello to everyone. He's doing great. Really had a nice time with him today. Good lunch with Jerry. Uh, always good catching up with him. Man, I just... You know, when you're, you, I mean, I, I spent so many phenomenal, phenomenal times with Jerry Reynolds, all the, 
the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games that we did. And man, you know, you think about not doing games with him anymore. And it's sad. I, I just had the best, best time in doing games with him. Just the best. Never once did I go, God, I can't believe I got to work with Jerry or I, not. Never did I ever go on the air not being excited to do a game. We always had the best time. Always. Always had the best time. Always. Always had the best time doing games with Jerry. All right. Hey, make it a good rest of the day. Enjoy the NFL draft. Well, let's get a call in here. Jerry, you can come on. I'll, I'll stay with you, Jerry. If you want to get that, raise your hand. I'll put you on. Uh, I'm always, hey, listen, I always tell people, I'll stay on as long as people want to give me calls. Jerry, good. I'm glad I caught you, Jerry. Go ahead. You're on with Grant. Hey, Grant. How are I'm you good, today, Jerry? Sir? What's up? Hey, I want to ask you one thing about Jerry Reynolds. Uh, when he first started broadcasting with you, uh, did he ever, uh, like, talk to you and said that he didn't think he was cut out for that? Uh, uh, he needed more help, and he didn't know if he could do a good job like you. Grant, are you there? Grant, are you there? Grant. No, he never said that. He did say, hey, listen, you know, yeah, and I'm going to put you back in the audience because I can't, can't hear you very well. No, but uh, he did want to, you know, he wanted to be coached and he was always asking for advice. But no, he, Jerry's always been confident in everything that he's done. But he asked, he, he would always ask me, hey, what can I do better? What do you think? Um, you know, that's the one thing we always did. That's for sure. All right, why don't we check in uh, with uh, some more phone calls here on this Thursday with Jay. Hello, Jay. How are you today? Hey, Grant. Aloha. How are you doing? Aloha, Jay. How's your week going over in beautiful Hawaii? Um, you, you know, you can. it's impossible to have a bad week in Hawaii. Yes, it is. It would be pretty much impossible. I would so, agree with that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just awesome. Hey, I, I, I just checked into the show. So it sounds like you guys are chat, chatting about um, your time with Jerry. And, you know, I've, I've, I've watched basketball, you know, last 40 years. And, you know, without trying not to be biased, you two are by far the, the best you know, play by play in color on, on TV. You know, there, there's some, there's some great names out there that, you know, obviously are, are, are top shelf, but as team announcers, you guys, um, are, you're just the best. And it just, it just boggles my mind that, um, you you guys still aren't, you just, Dan, you know, Jerry opted to, to, to retire, but man, oh man, you get, you guys were the cream of the crop and, um, you should get you guys should be considered for the announcers hall of fame that's just the style of announcer you did it was it's it was just, it was just great and um, you haven't gotten enough kudos for that well i appreciate that i mean i was blessed to do the games for as long as i did particularly with jerry so i really appreciate that yeah well you got you guys are awesome and you're certainly missed well you know what i can speak for jerry i mean we missed doing it i think jerry you know obviously as you put it out i mean he wanted to step aside he wanted to retire, but they're, they're, you know, he still misses it. I know he does. You know, he, he definitely does. And I miss it. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said otherwise. So, uh, but you know what, things change and you move on, you know, 
Exactly. Well, one of these days you'll have to try to organize the the show where you and Jerry are uh, available and commentating on, uh, you know, yep. commenting online. That would, that would be an, that'd be an awesome show. Sounds great. Jay, uh, enjoy the rest of your time over there. Really appreciate it. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Yep. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good good from uh, Jay uh, checking in. And uh, we get to uh, some more phone calls right here on this Thursday edition of Listen Out with Nando. Hello, Nando. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Grant? Good, Nando. Um, hey, I got a I got a question, man. I see uh, James Harden has been ridiculous, to say the least. I mean, for the amount of money that you pay him for to have a, a playoff series with a 14-point game, a 15-point game, a 19-point game, and all these shooting struggles, let's say he continues these struggles and they end up getting eliminated. Do you think Philly is forced to pay this guy and extend him because of the relationship with Daryl Morey? Or, like, how, what would you much what do you think? Like, would you even want to do that if you were in Daryl's shoes? Well, I wouldn't have acquired James Harden in the first place. I've been very consistent about Harden. I would never want him on my team. I would never go after James Harden. And I, I think Daryl Morey made a huge mistake with that deal. But I don't know if they've got much of a choice here. But I wouldn't. I absolutely would not. Absolutely would not. The worst thing you can do uh, when you make a mistake is compound it by making another mistake. Right. Right. No, I totally agree. I mean, he I know you you hated the way he handled himself in Houston, which I agreed with. And then even in Brooklyn, you know, he tried to he basically forced his way out without publicly saying it. Um, yep. He played terrible in one game in Sacramento in particular, which was ridiculous. And then now, I mean, I feel like they're forced to pay this guy. And he's just uh, he's lucky because he's I don't think he's worth that big money that he's going to end up getting. No, he's not. He is not. And can you imagine, Nando, if Philadelphia loses tonight and then loses Saturday, I think it's Saturday, at home in a game seven? Can you imagine that? I, I think that would be crazy. I definitely see it. I agree with you, Toronto. I think Toronto's going to win tonight. But, man, it, I would be shocked. But at the same time, I kind, of, I kind of wouldn't with Doc Rivers' history and then having James Harden, you know. I mean, these these playoff performances by him, they're, they're nothing to sleep on. And Joel with that thumb injury – I mean, yep. I think that's the same injury, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, Jalen Brown had last year for the it's a big deal. He had to get it's surgery. a big deal. So yeah, uh, yeah. they've already I'll, said that they've already said he's going to have surgery at the end of the season. They've already announced that. Oh boy, <laughs> I I'm I'm pulling for Toronto, and I want I want to see a game seven. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, of course you do. You know, being a Miami fan, and you know, you want to see everybody go the distance. Yeah, absolutely. I, and you know, you and I have talked about this. I told you at the beginning of the year. 
I like the heat. I told you I like getting Kyle Lowry. I told you I like the makeup of this team. And I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't think they would end up as the number one seed. But Spolster's done a great job with this Miami team. And you know, here's the other thing. They're flying under the radar. They're a number one seed, and nobody's talking about them. I don't understand that. Nobody in the country is talking about the Miami Heat. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're the number one seed in the conference. They just won their series easily, and nobody's talking about them. Yeah, it's been like that all year. It's always been like that, honestly. Ever since LeBron left, that's that's how it's been. But we don't mind. We'll, we'll let them keep yep. sleeping. We'll just keep winning. Yep. That's. <laughs> but, but, hey, man, um, nice hearing from you, and good luck to your Giants. I know it's a big night for you, so best yep. of luck, man. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You'll be all good. Right. All right, good stuff from Nando. Of course, I won't know about the Giants for another three years. Uh, I hope that this new regime knows what the hell they're doing. Uh, that is for sure. Really great calls today. Really enjoyed uh, all of you uh, chiming in again tomorrow, an hour later, 4 o'clock, and we'll get you ready for rounds two and three. Will Debo Samuel will be a member of the 49ers when I come on tomorrow at four o'clock? I'm going to say yes. I am going to say yes. All right, make it a good one, folks. Thank you so much for joining me right here on Listen Up. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.